of the Cowboy Jeff and Andy podcast. No, that was not the soundtrack from the latest Star Wars film. That was a camel and a zebra, all part of the family entertainment at last weekend's Santa Maria Elks Rodeo. Andy looks at the sports aspects of the rodeo and gives his commentary. Jeff and Andy reveal some new songs. And... Andy interviews Colt Oder, a professional bullfighter. So it will be a great show. Stay tuned. Good afternoon, Jeff. Good to see you, Andy. Today is our last episode of the season. Oh, that's that's a milestone then, huh? My goal was 13 episodes, the same as Orange is the New Black on Netflix. Oh, Harry, I love that show. Good idea. And none of these eight-episode series like Barry. Man, we went for the full 13. Nope, no selling shorter on here. What are you up to this summer, Jeff? I'm going to work on a little bit of music, things that I've been thinking about doing and putting it off and... Now it's time to bring them back, and then I think I'm going to spend a little more time at the beach, listen to the waves, kind of get back in touch with that coastal vibe. Jeff, I'm going to Chicago, the Windy City. Well, tell me about that. How's that going to go? It's full of comedy, and boy, I love the blues. Oh, yeah, the Chicago Blues Clubs. Yeah, they have a uh, club called Kingston Mines, and they go till 5 a.m., Good times, man. Hey, have a good time. Listen to the blues. Don't stay out too late, though. Oh, yeah. You know, you do look a little different. What's new about that? I shaved, Jeff. Did you notice? No, you're right. It is different. <laughs> I, uh, the judging for the beer arena was last weekend, and I uh, shaved it in front of a thousand students at the Robert Bruce School Talent Show. Oh, boy. Well, tell me about it, man. Was that a fun thing to do? Yes. And, and one of the sweet stories that I heard is we have a little autistic girl. Her name is Diana. And she's been having trouble engaging with adults. And, and But boy, she was spellbound when I took out that electric razor and start, started shaving away. It, it really connected with Diana. God, that's wonderful. I bet the other kids were pretty lit up about seeing that too, huh? Oh, they were chanting, shave it off, <laughs> shave it off. And uh, the, I, a couple of my students got some jokes in. They, they had these affectionate nicknames for me like uh, Chewbacca and uh, Papa Smurf. I thought that was pretty good. So it was all a good time. And hey, what the rest of the staff have to say about that? They got it all on video so they can put it on the Google Drive and embarrass me endlessly. <laughs> That's wonderful. 
and tonight is Saturday night at the rodeo. Oh boy, lucky you. You gonna go down and see that? I am, and I am gonna dance. They have a good traditional country western band dance. I hope you have a wonderful time. Andy, it's good to talk to you again. This has been a good year, hasn't it? Yes, it has. It's good to work with you too, Jeff. Well, I look forward to next season and our further adventures and tales of excitement and mischief. All right, and you take care, my friend. You take care too. I don't believe I'll check my phone today. I told them grandkids go outside and play And I just don't need no updates on the news Them stories give a guy like me the blues Each night I leave the phone at home and find I walk the dog and troubles leave my mind Then I turn in and dream the night away I don't believe I've checked my phone today. I don't believe I'll check my phone today. I'd rather give that pickleball a play. I'll shower and I'll wash my dancing feet. Then have a quiet dinner with my sweet. Each night I leave the phone at home and find I walk the dog and troubles leave my mind Then I turn in and dream the night away I don't believe I'll check my phone today No, I don't believe I've checked my phone today In the Santa Maria Valley May haze has turned to June gloom. The tiger salamanders are enjoying a few more weeks of wet weather, and the bulls are running on the rodeo fairgrounds. I'm here at the 80th annual Elks Rodeo, and it was quite a weekend. I was informed by our groundskeeper, Joe Dirt, that we have award-winning dirt. Not hard, sure-footed, loose dirt firm enough to dig and not go ice skating on sketchy ground. These professional cowboys and cowgirls aim to qualify for the National Finals Rodeo in Las Vegas, Nevada. Each dollar they earn is a point toward qualifying. On Saturday, it looked like Alex Madonna designed the color palette. All the cowboys, clowns, and announcers were clad in pink. They were even able to find pink paint despite a worldwide shortage caused by the Barbie movie. These manly men wore this pretty color to shine a light on the issue of breast cancer. Thursday's color was yellow in honor of the Golden Circle of Champions, a charity created by the Elks to raise awareness of juvenile cancer. The famed rodeo announcer Russ Tolman officiated. He is the Vin Scully of the sport, a member of nine different rodeo halls of fame. Backing up Russ was Tony Lucia. Tony first came to the Santa Maria Elks Rodeo when he was nine with his performing dad. 
Tony is famous for his act featuring Whiplash, the dog-riding cowboy monkey. Local hero Bear Pasco from Morro Bay led the steer wrestling, more like steer tossing. I wonder what these guys can bench. Bear played tight end for the New York Giants, who won the Super Bowl in 2012. There were two other high-profile competitors in this category, Levi Rudd, 34th in the world, and Sterling Lambert, 37th in the world. Levi went out on penalties. He was crowding the calf. Sterling got 7th place. Bear tied for 6th place and walked away with $87. The winners in steer wrestling have names that come right out of central casting. Wyatt, Dakota, Dirk, Dylan, and Josh. The winner was Stan Branco. He's from five generations of cowboys. His namesake, Uncle, roped at the NFR decades ago with his grandfather, Dan Branco. Stan walked away with $1,000. Now on to the bareback riding. I was informed how well Flying U Rodeo takes care of these four-legged athletes. When I get reincarnated, I don't want to come back as a trail horse. I want to be a saddleback horse. It's a good life. They only work three and a half minutes per year. That's eight seconds a weekend, 40 times. An animal with four legs bucks naturally. They walk, trot, canter, and buck. Some see the flank strap and think that it is tied around their private area. This is not the case. This strap encourages the horse to kick out straighter and higher when it bucks like a supportive weight belt. There were upsets in this event. 19-year-old Jasic Frost gave a textbook ride of 87.5 on Rosser Rodeo's Ride on Cue. He placed third at the Elks Rodeo in 2022 and walked away this year with $2,500. Jasic is an up-and-comer and soon to be in the top 10. Two other youngsters, Wyatt Denny and Brock Marriott, not from the hotel chain, rounded out the top three. World champion Clayton Bigelow ended up in fourth place to earn $1,000. Now on to the saddleback riding. On Saturday night, reigning champion Q McWhorter was on top. He scored an 86.5 on Rossa Rodeo's Blueberry Hill. Then the Wright brothers, or the wrong brothers for the competitors, came to town, featuring six members of the Wright family from Utah. Spencer, Rusty, Ryder, Statler, and Stetson and Stewart. Stetson is the reigning all-around world champion of the PRCA. These guys are like the Williams sisters of rodeo. At least they get to carpool. They could form an extreme bronc riding team. Stewart, at 24, the youngest of 13 children, came out on top and walked away with $2,700. Stetson came in second and earned $2,000. It must be good to beat your brother, who happens to be a world champion. Great dinner conversation. Stewart is from a proud Mormon family and did missionary work in Ghana. In the ladies category, Christy Youngblood won the barrel racing with a time of 17.41 seconds and walked away with $2,816. 
other finishers earned in the $2,000 range. They also had breakaway roping. On to the big event, the bulls. These animals felt athletic and energetic in this foggy Central Coast weather. They come from the heat. As of Saturday night, there was only one rider who, with a qualified ride, 24-year-old Hayes Waite with a score of 87. Shane Proctor, who won the world title in 2011, did not qualify. Like baseball players, bull riders should be around five foot seven. The Cowboys try to get the bull riled up by hitting the bull's rhomboid muscle. These bovine athletes put on quite a show. Stetson Wright, fairly new to the bull category, swooped into town and took the prize with a 90-point ride on Rosser Rodeo's Pour Me Another. He earned $6,545. Hayes Waite took second and earned $5,689. Sunday was Salute to the Military featuring a 100-year-old veteran of World War II and the commander of Vandenberg Space Force Base. All of this was streaming on the Cowboy TV channel. Why is rodeo not on ESPN? I don't know. They put cornhole on ESPN. But these guys are risking their lives and need a major network. I did play cornhole with my cousin Kyle last weekend and cleaned his clock. Meanwhile, while at the rodeo, I learned a lot about the hot series Yellowstone, featuring the intense Kevin Costner. I have a couple burning questions for the end of Season 5. Will Beth have Jamie killed? Will Jamie have Beth killed? Will John be impeached? And will Kevin pick up a baseball? Inquiring minds want to know. We did get a little sun today. Maybe it will last. Yeah, right. So this is Andy Watson at the Santa Maria Oaks Rodeo, signing off. Way up there where the Seven Sisters lay, there was a man named Madonna. He had this big track of land with more ideas than llama. He cleared the land and formed his rocks and built his men's room fountain. He accessorized with gold hearts in the big Madonna mountain. In the big Madonna mountain, the lights are so bright. You can get a nice dinner and dance all night when the drinks never go empty in goblets pink and blue. And you go up there at 9.45 after your friend has sobered up to drive in the big Madonna mountain. In the big Madonna mountain, the cakes taste so great. They bring to your table in a shiny white plate. The frosting so creamy, it's blue dye number two. And it's good for a bite, so my blood sugar rise. And I need a box, there are pies in stock in the big Madonna mountain. In the big Madonna mountain, I bought Hawaiian shirt. I took it down to Pismo to see if I can flirt. A girl took one look at me and said I was such a square. 
And I told her of the rocks and the concrete blocks and the quake gift shop and the Christmas socks at the big Madonna mountain. And I told her of the rocks and the concrete blocks and the quake gift shop and the Christmas socks at the big Madonna mountain. Hi, I'm here with Colt Oder, and he is a professional bull fighter. Hey, welcome, Colt. Hey, thanks for having me. I sure appreciate it. Now, I heard this is your third time at the Santa Maria Elks Rodeo. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. And you are kind of notorious because you had a big spill out in 2021. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, we had a, uh, a pretty wild bull, and uh, kind of right before it started, you know, stock contractor, Tony, he looked over at me and said, you know, this bull's mean, you know, better be ready. And so kind of knew it was coming, but a uh, guy fell off, kind of fell to my side, and I went flying through the air to kind of say, well, I jumped on his head, and he threw me up in the air, and it was kind of a wild, wild older deal. But my partner Stanley was there to save me, and it was kind of a, a viral hit for a minute. I think we got a couple million views, 15 million views or something like that. So... Uh, how how does it feel looking at that video? How do you feel about it? I was just thankful that I was in the position and chosen to be here and able to do the job because that's that's my job at the end of the day. So thankful that I had the opportunity to be there and, and fill it. So. so how did you get into bullfighting? Uh, I tried to ride bulls for a minute and I uh, wasn't any good at trying to stay on them. Are you too tall? or? No, not necessarily too tall. I just uh, couldn't keep my feet down. Didn't have the, the leg strength or whatever it was. So. Um, when I figured out that riding wasn't it, I saw some buddies that were trying to get to riding as well, and they were getting mucked out, you know, and there was nobody there to save them. So uh, when I got in there and, and tried to make a couple moves, it felt like the shoe fit as a bullfighter more than a rider. And so uh, just pursued it and been blessed to have some great opportunities. Were you athletic as a, as a boy? Yeah, I played a lot of baseball and grew up out here in Ventura County and uh, skateboarded and surfed and, you know. Did oh that, wow! Did that deal? So, so you grew up in Ventura County. I, I yep. saw a note that you were from New Mexico. Do you have roots there as well? Yes, sir. I was born in New Mexico, raised in Ventura County in Moore Park, and then uh, actually I just moved back to New Mexico this year to uh, pursue pursue the film industry. I do stunts in the movie industry. So yeah, I saw that you had a part in Jackass uh, in 2022. How was that? Oh, it was great. Uh, it was during the pandemic, so it wasn't quite the thing of everybody hanging out and you know. Uh, but the Jackass crew was really neat, and Johnny Knoxville wanted to get hit by a bull, and he, he did just that. You know, he jumped right in front of him and took a hit, pretty big hit. So so what was your role in that uh, movie? I was a cowboy protection safety man. Oh, yeah. So uh -huh. uh, basically was, he was asking to get hit, and, you know, I didn't, didn't have to save him because, you know, that's what he was asking for. But as soon as he did get hit, I wanted to make sure that that bull wasn't coming back for more, and, you know, we, we – handled the situation got the bull out of the arena and then i was able to be the first one to say that the arena's clear and let the medics into the arena so johnny could get the treatment that he needed now i noticed before the bull before the bulls come out there's some sort of activity as far as to get them i guess some were kind of sitting down last night and they put some pressure on the top there to what what is that well that bull was just leaning he uh he he had waited a while in the shoot, so he got comfortable and leaned up against the panel. And uh, we were just trying to get him to stand up on all four legs so that when we open the gate, he leaves evenly and he doesn't lean into it too hard and kind of fall out of there, you know. We were just trying to get him to stand up on four legs and say, ah, you know, quit, quit sleeping, you know. He was, he was tired. Now, I guess what you do is you try to thread the needle in between the bull rider and the bull. 
Yes, sir. That's and exactly you, it. And yeah. you just kind of now, uh, are would you describe yourself as quick? Quick, yes, but uh, I think more important, it's about reading cattle. So you need to see if that bull is going to come with you when you roll through there or not. You know, if you go too fast, that bull might not even look at you. You know, and last night I went a little too quick. You know, it was oh, thankful wow. that the bull didn't look at the rider, but. Tonight I'm going to work on slowing down and, and making sure that the bull sees me when I go through there, you know, not the rider because he's still a target on the ground. He's not moving very fast, the rider, so you've really got to make sure you've got his attention. Wow. So it's been kind of a kind of a rough weekend for the bull riders. I only see that there's been one qualifying ride. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all about perspective, and I think I look at it like these bulls are really athletic out here on the coast. We have this really cold weather in the summertime right now where they're from Northern California. It might be a little bit warmer right now. This cold weather makes them feel really good, you know. They oh, wow. really love it. So you watch them out there, and these bulls are twice as athletic, so it's almost a little bit tougher for these guys to keep up with them, I think, in my opinion, you know. But, you know, the riders, yeah, it's uh, it's been tough for them. So. Well, and they had a – a world champion last night, Shane Proctor, who had a short ride, didn't qualify. Yeah, yeah, Shane had a tough go with his bull, but uh, shoot, there's a lot of really good talent out today. Stetson Wright and uh, all the Wright brothers are out in the Bronx riding, and then Stetson's out in the bull riding, and Stetson's the all-around champion of the, the world in the PRCA for the last year. So, uh, I mean, it's like best, best in the world here today with us in Santa Maria. It's going to be freaking exciting. Wow. You've been traveling all over the world for this uh, job. Yes, sir, yeah. I've been as far as Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and as far south as Cabo, San Lucas, been to Spain and a couple other places, and it's, it's been great, yeah. And how long have you been doing this? Uh, I've been fighting bulls for six years now. I think I started in 2017, I think it was. And I read you're about 26 years old. Yes, sir. Now, you had mentioned the Santa Maria Times, just the opportunity to come around and, and just explore. You talked about different careers. I, I know that... You know, there's a lot of different opportunities in this industry. Yeah, absolutely. And it's such a good place to meet people. You know, you travel up and down the road, and whether you wanted to get into construction or photography or anything, at some point somebody at one of these rodeos is either going to be a sponsor of it or they're going to be involved with it or something, you know. So it's, if you kind of leave it open-ended, there's opportunities are everywhere. And then you're trying the acting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it must feel, I, I do improv and performing myself, it must, you must have an uh, Man, an adrenaline high at the end of that uh, those rodeo nights. Do you have trouble sleeping? <laughs> no, not too much. It's pretty easy to wind down after it because during it, it gets you so amped up. Yeah, so yeah. The, the relaxing side's pretty nice too, especially the drives and the traveling. You know, some people might might not enjoy it, but it makes you a seasoned veteran of the road when you know you've got an eight-hour drive, the next day a 12-hour drive, and then you're going back to where you came from. Adds up to you know 20-something hours, and you know it's. It makes those four and six hour trips very easy. And, you know, a lot of other people get in the car and they don't understand that, oh, you know, we're only going five, six hours today. Well, we could be going 18 in a single day and, and have to turn around and do it again tomorrow and come home. So, you know, ro rodeo's neat in that aspect, taught me a lot. So you're based in Ventura? Uh, right now I'm based in Edgewood, New Mexico. I just moved out there. So uh -huh. uh, I was living in uh, Moore Park, California for a while. Do you work with Matt Merritt a lot? I do, I do. Uh -huh. I enjoy working with Matt just because he keeps his show going in a play where if things get slow, he fills in with improv and, you know, really great just reading the room, you know. Matt is great at reading the room and keeping things light and keeping things flowing. And he stayed out of the barrel. 
Yeah. <laughs> that bugs me. I'm always like, hey, get back in that thing, you know, because just, just one less person out there in the arena that we got to watch after with the Bulls. But I know he knows his stuff, and he's great to work with. Well, I got to, got to meet Matt in the Clown Academy, and I actually got in that barrel. Heck, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Have you uh, studied, are you familiar with other forms of bullfighting? And have you been over to Europe or seen uh, any yeah. of I, I My dad lives in France, and really? Arles is a um, very historic bullfighting, and that's where they have this Roman arena, yeah. and they kind of crowd the bull, and then they jump over the fence, yeah. and then the bull jumps over the fence. And that's amazing. My, that's exciting time. It's, 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 you know, it's humane to the animals. It's, oh, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to Spain, and uh, it was right in March of 2019, so we had a we had a month-planned trip, and it turned into two weeks, and uh, basically because COVID cut it short. But uh, Spain was amazing just to see where the, those type of bulls come from and how they're fought and the tradition of things, and then come back over here to America, and you see everybody else's opinions of the way we do things, and it's like, well, if you go over there and learn the tradition, it goes a long way of – what we're trying to accomplish here you know people do things that are counterproductive where you just simplify things a little bit and, and go back to the tradition over there it's really progressive and what i like about rodeo is here in the santa maria valley it connects the ranching culture here but also the mexican rodeo tradition yeah absolutely and i grew up coming to a lot of the jaripeo rodeos out here and stuff because there's not a whole heck of a lot of bull riding so the the mexican rodeo guys they're just as into it and you know they, they got a lot of culture and tradition, and, I mean, love seeing them out here with us. You know. Yeah, we see it. There's We've a lot of contestants, a lot of, too, a lot of yeah. bull riding contestants of Mexican culture. I know Jesse Flores, he's a he's a badass guy. Oh, wow. He's, wow. He was out a couple nights ago. Well, where are you off to uh, in the future? Shoot, I'm going to uh, the Santa Rosa PRCA Rodeo. Oh, no, no, it's Santa Fe. I'm sorry, Santa Fe, New Mexico. And uh, – Santa Fe, New Mexico, and then we'll come back onto the West Coast for uh, Santa Barbara, Ventura, Folsom, California. Um, that's a busy summer, and I'm thankful to do it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for Colt for keeping our our bull riders safe, and it's so nice to meet you. Oh, thanks for having me. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. If you've ever been to a rodeo, you might have seen this event. If you've never been to a rodeo, get ready because it's the best one. It's time. To strap some children to the sheep, it's mutton busting time. Well, thank you. And the big circle has Coast Hill Credit Union. Junior, Junior, come on, it's going to be fine. You're, you're just going to be fine. It's just a sheep. You're bigger than a sheep. It's all going to be fine. It's just a sheep. So now you just hold on, don't let go, and you do the very best you can. Because this is what we do, and this is what we've taught you. You do the very best you can. Come on, Junior, you can do it. This is rider number 48. You've reached the end of another episode of the Cowboy Jeff and Andy podcast. My special thanks to Colt Oder, professional bullfighter, and to all the folks at Elks Recreation Inc. I can be reached on Facebook at Andy Watson, and we're on Gmail at CowboyJeffAndAndy at gmail.com, all lowercase. I will be performing at Linnaeus on Thursday, June 8th. 
between 6 and 8. It's a comedy showcase. Hope to see you there, and we will see you next season. Bye-bye.